0: yo 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 this is tells from the plantation volume 35 it's the the locked locked up lockdown edition we are back <laughs> we're locked up boris has locked us up yet again so yes this is remote and um, i didn't even do nothing <laughs> i didn't even do nothing i'm your ho- <laughs> i'm your host I feel like
1: someone's say this is problematic but anyway go ahead
0: what? Fair. Oh because you know we're simulating us in the condition of people who are actually locked up and the prison industrial complex yeah. is a terrible thing and how can you make how can you even reference your situation as a privileged I'm your host Harry Tubman leading your system
1: <laughs> 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 No someone is going to say that.
0: For sure. I said it though so it's fine like I've said it to me we shouldn't
2: have done that guys. Going up uh, yeah. Wait, did, uh-uh. wait, wait a minute. Who is we? I didn't press no play button.
3: Uh-uh. <laughs> oh,
2: <yes. laughs> Harry, Harry, you hold on to that. Now. <laughs> Listen, you're guilty by association,
0: isn't that? I have like, it's told that you
1: guys that if we get cancelled, enterprise. Tuesday will never be cancelled. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> joint
0: enterprise. Tuesday, understand? Joint enterprise. It see that's a, that's a prison thing. Like you can get done just for being in the like you're part of it. <laughs>
2: You're guilty by association. Listen, Harry, Sorry, listen, Harry. 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 Do I do, I, do I look like my name is James St. Patrick? Harry, huh? Do I? You ain't gonna get me on no joint enterprise. charge. <laughs> you <going> <laughs> You're the king, king. <laughs> king, king statue. You
4: okay? Okay,
2: okay. Okay.
0: I'll do a different one. Okay. Since since we said that I can't do you know locked up. Oh no, that's this might be even worse. Oh my like, lord, isn't it? I don't know.
2: Won't we'll do it anyway.
0: And it's sad because we're all individually. Like, alone in our own different places And we can't <laughs> go out and see each other So we're all lonely That's fine, isn't it? That's that's fine
4: That's okay, I think that's okay I'm personally Well, concerned. actually I think that is quite <laughs> disrespectful To people who suffer from Insert mental health disorder here
3: Oh my god, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's
4: okay that's What, what
3: my is that's <laughs> going on? <laughs> what that- I should
2: now never have tried to experiment this. Do you know what yeah, this no, is my fault? Think about this, you know. You should have thought about this because realistically, yeah, you've only been locked down for a month. Think about all of those people who've had to be shielding for the for the better part of this year, Harry. Are exactly. You trying to say that you're in the same position as them, Harry?
4: Exactly. Is that what you're trying to say? Inconsiderate.
2: I can't
1: Inconsiderate.
2: Maybe I shouldn't. How many times we oh. have to cancel you, Harry, before you learn? <laughs> wow. When will nice. you learn, Harry?
0: I've been cancelled within 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 up. two minutes um, I don't think there's I don't even know if there's anything that I can play That could even just No, that's it, I've got nothing So yeah, I'm your host it's, Harry Tubman it's
4: almost as if you should stop DJing and just be a host
0: <laughs> But people prefer Listen people, <laughs> if you prefer me being a DJ slash host As opposed to just host You know, let us know Like hashtag Plantation. Oh I should do all that, shouldn't I? Uh, yeah, you're right. I should probably focus more on being the host because I'm mm. not. So <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Tells in the Plantation, Twitter at Plantation Tells, Facebook Tells in the Plantation, even though I know no one's on that. um Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, everywhere you can get good podcasts. We're there. For the last time,
3: yeah.
0: for the very last time, I'm your host, Harry Tuffman, leading you all to freedom. Who else do we have with us?
2: I mean, I don't even know if I want to associate with you right now. (laughs) You need be just your your social suicide right now. But it's your boy Tunde. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TFTP underscore Tunde. That's T-U-N-D-E. And we
1: also have... It's your girl, Nezi. You can find me on Twitter at... Hold on. Oh, my God. Is it every time?
4: You would every think,
1: yeah. You would think the N, the E, learn.
0: the Z, the Z, the, e, the C, <laughs> no, the No, it's not. It's N Z. Hold up, Hold up. Z.
1: It's at Nezetta on Twitter,
0: and everybody um, said yay, and the whole and room we
3: applauded.
0: It. So, and the last person we have is.
4: Hi, it's your girl buttons so obviously i don't normally give you guys any socials but i've got two to share today first one um on twitter at we're cancelling harry tubman <laughs> um, i'll be leaving the charge there <laughs> um we'll be doing a drive-by don't worry we'll keep it anonymous we know how these things go wow and my second app If you find me on Instagram, it will be Miss Kamala Harris Jr. will be my
1: (laughs) (laughs) going forward
4: because we stand.
0: Don't you want to promote your actual team though?
4: No, that's it. They're the two ones I'm going to be running off this week.
0: All right. Well, um, speaking of Miss Kamala Harris, boy, it's been a very interesting, very, very interesting. Uh, week for created. one created
3: i will be the greatest president that god ever created the sad thing
0: is <laughs> the country said country said no. no.
3: <laughs>
0: country said no. <laughs> so donald trump um well here's the thing right we don't actually have a definite conclusion that he is
2: the president what we do have is a he he has lost he's just not conceded
0: yes yeah so people need to control
2: this narrative he's not it's not that he's not lost it's just that he's not conceded which is what's unusual about it true
0: but okay here's the thing though i'm not denying i'm not denying that joe biden got more votes and won the electoral college how well he may have won the electoral college what and i don't know if everybody knows this what actually happens in America is that they have electors of each individual, um, like, district in that college who basically go forward and say, all right, this person has won. Like, we, one second, Nezi, can you back off, please, <laughs> because you're coming too close and I can hear the, the echo. Anyway, so you, yeah, the, the electors actually, actually say this person has won this electoral college. So actually... An elector in a in a Republican in a Republican Republican place could be like, actually, um, I think there's been voting regularities. So even though Biden got more votes in this area, I'm gonna say Trump. That's actually possible. So yes, on paper he's won, but actually, according to America's quote unquote democracy, he hasn't actually won until the electors fully like swear him in. But
3: shout yeah, out to my Biden. It's called a faithless
1: elector so basically they trust the electors to be respectful of the people's vote in their area so like if for example yeah like if Biden won Arizona the electors in Arizona are supposed to be like faithful to that and when they go to electoral college they're supposed to like give their vote to whoever won the majority but you can have something called a faceless elector where they basically go against the will of the people, but most states have things in place to like prevent that. But in a couple of states, I think like it's kind of possible. But yeah, that's a very unlikely scenario.
0: Yeah, very un- very unlikely. And it seems like his. So for those of you who don't know, Trump has been making um, has been him and his team have been firing off lawsuits here, or there, and everywhere um, to try and basically say that there are you know loads of people legally voting. They didn't let the electors in, whatever. But um, they didn't let the the um, electoral what do they call them the poll watchers like come in and see what's going on. But um, obviously they keep they keep getting thrown out of court, thrown out of court. But what did she? So be
4: honest, at this stage, if I was in America, I would be a bit miffed if I didn't have a lawsuit from Trump because it seems like every man and their dog has got one. I'd be feeling a bit left, <laughs> left out.
0: He's just throwing them He's just throwing them out left, right, into the boat. He you literally guys
4: do- He's like
0: being the modern day Oprah. Like, you can get it. You can get it. You can <laughs> you get, get it. <laughs> you get a lawsuit. Everybody gets a lawsuit. Um, did you guys, did you guys stay up? Do you guys like keep track of what was going on? Or do you just like, oh, whatever. Stay up
2: for who, bro?
0: That's <laughs> just <laughs> so stay up. It was funny? Like, no, we, I, I know there people who stayed up for, for this, but there's no way anyone's staying up for the UK election. Like, I don't even stay up for the UK. Hold on,
4: hold on, hold on. Black people sacrifice sleep to see if Trump got in. That seems very wild.
3: I mean, well, I in did. America
1: or here. Because in America, yeah. that absolutely makes sense. Yeah, it's true.
4: In America, that makes sense. I personally, over here, I went to sleep and I woke up thinking, ah, oh, it's either going to be peak or it might be a, a glimmer of hope. Like there's a slithering of hope. And then we had, like,
1: what, a week, five days of unknowing anyway? Yeah, to be fair, I kind of, I did stay up, but it was more like, I stayed up until about one, two, and then I wanted to go to sleep, but I think I had, um, I think I was just too, like, I don't want to say anxious, but I think I was a little bit anxious, and I just wa- I just wanted to see what was going to happen, like, generally. So then I ended up going to bed, like, quite late in the morning. Um... And then, yeah, after that, the following days after that, I didn't really lose any C paper. favourite. But I feel like American politics is just so much more interesting than UK politics. Like, the, the, the craziness said, of the characters is just...
0: At the Lib Dems,
3: one scum fault. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not the same. It's just no. like, you, like, to be fair, like, Boris Johnson is probably the most interesting person we have at the moment. Um, so, is Boris...
3: Bush-
0: yeah probably yeah he is but he's just made himself he's just made himself some sort of stupid caricature
1: yeah but i'm saying him and jacob reese moggs and people like that tend to be like a bit more interesting but we don't really have that many characters in uk politics that are interesting enough that like if you watch an interview like did you guys see the interview with the um was it like a a congressman or something he was saying that muslims couldn't be sworn into office because they couldn't swear on the bible See,
2: I I like that video, but it's old. Like
1: it is. Yeah, I it's old. old. I think it's from the last. It's like three years ago, or like last year or something. But to me, that I just know. exemplified how, like, you probably wouldn't get something as wild in England. it's just not. Um, not this is not, nah, not, really. not. Maybe not that.
2: Maybe not. Maybe not that. Over. half. Of, I don't think you've been watching half of the morning TV shows that these uh, ministers are coming on. Because what or did
3: you,
2: look at? Look at the two weeks before lockdown we had man after man be like, listen, okay, Keir Starmer, is, Keir Starmer is just out here trying to be political. And we know for certain, there will be no further lockdowns in this country. One day later, <laughs> we, don't, we don't necessarily believe that there might be a lockdown. However, we are considering it two days later. Well, obviously, we always knew that uh, lockdown was a necessary precaution. And as a result, we will be locking down for the next month. We have never said otherwise. Uh, thank you and uh, good night. Stay alert. Uh, uh, wash hands. Happy birthday.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: no, no, guys, guys. I, no, see, Tunde, I almost gave you 10 out of 10 there. But everybody knows that the latest government campaign is hands, face, face.
1: <laughs> yeah, no hands, face, But no, but I mean, even I agree with you, The thing is, even even that is not like the level of wildness that you get from American politicians. It's just not like they, yeah, they, no. They American to do ones
0: do are they're one of
1: crazy them. things. But yeah, like, there's somebody who's elected who believes in QAnon. But like, she's now an actual congresswoman, and she actually believes it.
0: God, it's it's insane like it's insane what goes on over there yeah they, they literally like do you not remember that dude like do you guys remember who is america like the, the sasha baron cohen thing where that guy literally said the n-word like a bunch of times and then like pulled his pants down being like i'm gonna i'm gonna like you know i'm gonna i don't know put my buttocks on you and stop you from being you know stop yeah, you, you from <laughs> like from being a terrorist <laughs> it's like, such a Cohen got him to do that. That's a guy that's actually like, gov- like, was a governor in some sort of region. And it, it's like, you do get like, yeah, I think America, maybe just because it's bigger, but there's just so many more mad. But then, I mean, you look over here, what's that dude say? He called Kam- Kamala, Harris the, the, the Indi- Kamala Harris the Indian. Kamala Harris the Indian. Yeah. <laughs> Indian. Lord, what's his face? I can't remember. Lord Old White Man. I don't know what his name is. But. Man, I didn't actually expect Trump to win, though. I was, I mean, I didn't expect Biden to win. I was, I actually thought Trump would win. I thought it'd be close, but I thought he'd win. So I was pleasantly surprised when the vote started to shift um, to to Biden. But I do think the problem is, I mean, you, yes, I think people should be happy. But I feel like it's, you know, and I think someone said it on Twitter, it's like, we've now gone from like super racism to, the regular racism that we all know yeah. and all know and love and it's like it's pretty much what it what it is. There's no it's no less fight that we need to do. It's just that we don't, you know, we don't have an actual white supremacist in the in the White House as opposed to like Joe Biden, who is still a racist. Like you're not black if you don't vote for Joe Biden. I mean, geez, like he's kidding me. <laughs> like, why do we have why do we have someone who's like seventy eight and says those kind of things in like, it's just insane. Oh, anyway. Well, you know, um, that's, 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 that's weird. That
2: in. was our bubbly start to the podcast. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> I
0: know, right? Um, but, what do you guys
1: yeah. think of Kamala Harris?
4: Uh, so, I, okay, wait, I feel the need to also clarify my opening, like, thing. I, before people think that I'm more ignorant than I actually am. Um, like she, I do appreciate that she has a very complex, in fact, not even complex, questionable political past, and that she has not always been support. Like her, her support in the black community now ha- is not consistent behavior that we've seen from her politically, mm. and I appreciate that. But personally. I don't think from my limited understanding of her political h- involvement anyway, I don't think that detracts from us or me celebrating the fact that a black, a black woman is so Uh-oh. in such a high position.
0: Uh-oh. Doesn't it? Should Asians no. celebrate Pretty Patel? <laughs>
4: no. Pretty Patel has done nothing worth celebrating.
0: What do you mean she hasn't done anything worth celebrating? She's she's the home secretary.
4: I'm sorry, did I stutter <laughs> on my last point? Or did come no, what, what
0: I mean is like, second. you know, it's, it's that the representation thing isn't...
1: So I thought, okay, it's, 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 it's tricky. Because how, how, I feel like, okay, at what point do we, we, we start saying... At what point or do we at every point say representation is not something in and in, in, in of itself to celebrate do you see what i mean because i feel like yeah. what happens is basically we're happy to we won't celebrate like black conservatives like republicans don't really like tories or republicans in america don't really get celebrated on the representation front so like when as they shouldn't well, yeah, in your opinion. So, like, for example, Colin Powell or Condoleezza Rice. Colin Powell now has like a clean up his record of it and like he's respected. But like at the time, Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice were not like beloved of black people.
0: Colin Powell. He's
1: also Nathan, by the way. Um, were not beloved of black people. But they were obviously like historically like very historic appointments to the White House. Um, Ben Carson was oh. not right like, but i think what, he got so covered like, as well actually i guess the line is what well, yeah he did get covered god rest his soul so at what point representation He's not dead okay well i don't know <laughs> um, at what point does representation um Matter. is it not enough do you see what i mean like not enough to celebrate the person It's basically a political line so like if you're on the left then um, even if your politics are still a bit fishy but you're you're on the left in some way, we celebrate you. But if you're on the right, we never celebrate you, regardless of how historic your Oof. thing is. That's what, it, that's what it feels like it, it is to me. Like if you're on the right, it doesn't matter how historic your figure your is, you're just not going to get celebrated. Oh, it's
3: a, sticky, I, like, it's a bit of a sticky, it's a, one, it's still. A sticky one still. Not it's my, all not a bit too heavy much light enough. can be
0: sh- no, I, you No, know, I think it is. I think you just have to look at, because to me, it's not really just about whether they're left or right. It's about what have they advocated for and what have they celebrated if it's like to me if it's i think there's levels so i i'm being a bit facetious about um kamala harris because i know that it's a discussion that's going on and i don't think representation is just what we want i think it's good like even though i don't agree with the whole or parts of barack barack obama's presidency like i could still see how this that was a good thing like in terms of in terms of representation, and I know people say oh, he didn't do anything. It's like he did do some things. Like it's not, it's not that, tr- it's not that cut and dry. And I think that's the, that's the thing. Politicians aren't cut and dry. So it's like it's almost like people say if you can't celebrate everything they've done, then the representation is, is pointless. And I think there Plastic. has to be, there has to be, there has to be a bit of a line where I can say I like the fact that you're here, but I don't agree with, like with some of the stuff that you're doing. Whereas with someone, I guess like Priti Patel to be like, she, you pretty much would, most people would probably disagree with majority of the stuff. Or oh, well, I say most people, some people disagree with majority of the stuff she's doing. So to talk about her from a representation standpoint, doesn't make sense because it's like, yeah, you're here, but you're, you're bad. You know what I mean?
4: Mm, I, I do agree with that. Cause I think it is, it is a fine line. And I do appreciate that even in our celebrating Kamala Harris, it is, tricky like she put a lot of black people in prison for limited reason like that she does have a complicated history but I think what we have to as a community I think we have a tendency to or as a society sorry not community as a society we have a tendency to celebrate people and cancel people very quickly so I in terms of where the line is, it's not it as as Harry said, it's not about whether you're left or right. For me, it's more about oh, it's not even about are you a good person? Because I can't give two hoots if you're a good person or not. It's your
0: poli- it's your policies. It, what have you what have you your,
4: done? Yeah, it's 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 your policies and it's what you're planning to do.
2: Mm. Mm. It, I think buttons is if I'm understanding you right, this is
4: Go on, mansplain for me. Go on.
3: No, I'm joking.
2: You know what? There's a a reason why I wanted to understand whether I was, because this was a question, but it's cool, whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think for me, the worry is about the way we do things in absolutes, right? For me, there isn't a perfect politician in the history of ever. So regardless of whether they are black, white, Asian, Whatever their background, there is still a need to hold them to the fire, right? So, for example, I think representation is a good thing because it does mean that there aren't spaces that are limited to particular people, right? Like the fact that for Kamala Harris breaks down a lot of barriers in terms of being the first woman, in terms of being the first black woman, in terms of being the first uh, Indian woman, right? However, that in itself is not enough to secure a legacy. She then, now that she is in this position, she needs to be ready for the scrutiny to intensify on both sides. Like It's not a case of we overlook any trash that they do when they are in office, when they're in power, because it's all good and well being a good campaigner. Campaigning is easy, governing is harder. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that that needs to be held. Representation, good. You have done this. Congratulations. That is still an achievement. However, this is not where your story ends. It's just the beginning. And if you like, take that story that starts with positivity and throw it down the toilet. That's your business because I promised you people will remember. Don't think because you had Trump before you, you're going to have it easy and everyone's going to be like, you know what? It's not. It ain't that bad because it could've still been Trump. No, they will they will rinse you. We will rinse you. So don't forget, right now America can still hold all the smoke, regardless of whether it's a red hat or a blue hat in that office.
1: I so I actually I don't know. I I think that to be honest. On some level, all representation is good. Unless it's criminal or legal activities, I think it is. Because I was thinking back on it, like, for example, Ben Carson, even though I think he's an absolute knobhead now, like it doesn't take away from it doesn't take away from what he provided for me as a child. Like I wouldn't be, I hands hands up wouldn't be, probably wouldn't be. Doing the job that I am today, if it wasn't for Ben Carson, like his book Legit was the thing that started my trajectory into my career. Um, And for a large, significant part of my life, childhood to like early to late teens, I really, really looked up to him. Um, And yeah, I would say he was one of my heroes. And even though what he's done now is really disappointing, and I think he's an idiot, like. On some level, because I think like even Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice, like sure they were Republicans, but even their presence is a if you're a black child in those times watching the TV and you can see that even if it's even if it's a um, what do you call it? Even if it's a government that your parents don't agree with, right, or that your parents are against, the fact that you switch on your TV every day and you see a black man being Secretary of State or whatever, or, you know, is is something that's significant. An, a, an Asian child seeing Rishi Sunak every day doing the Chancellor of the If you're like six, you're not really old enough to understand that Rishi Sunak is a Tory and that, you're, you know, potentially he's a bit trash. What you're old enough to understand is that somebody who looks like you every day on TV and that dog or that role is something that is open and accessible to you. Like, it's not impossible for you to do that. And you have... If you, in your formative years that's actually very powerful like somebody who's born under this government might go for eight years seeing somebody who looks like them every single day or every single week addressing the nation on matters of budget or whatever that's significant enough regardless of what party is from and I know that's not a popular opinion but when I was thinking about it really for mm. and I'm thinking more about young about kids and young people that actually like they're not old enough even though they're old enough to be even though they can be impacted by the negative qualities of, of those people in terms of the visual aspects of it and what it represents they're not old enough to understand the nuances of the quality or they're old enough to see does that person on the TV look like me and that person does so that does something for them does that make sense
4: yeah I do agree okay. with that that's I think I think age does have a very important role to play when we think about representation. And I think that is important because what representation means for somebody age five, six is going to be very different to what representation means for somebody who is 16, 17. Um, And I think in terms of being... Yeah, in, in terms of yes, you need to see see it to believe that you can be it. That is very true as you're when you're young, and I think there is a role for that. But I think I do agree also with what Tunde said in terms of you I can't remember what you said now but it it worked no you were talking about it about representation being important in the moment and I think that's kind of what you're saying as well Nezi it's like in that moment of seeing um somebody who looks like you on tv in that moment it's good but a legacy is very different and I think maybe that's what that kind of does sum up my feelings in terms of, yes, I'm happy to celebrate Kamala Harris right now, in this moment, representing in the now as a Black woman who has got into this role. But if you want me to keep celebrating you, if you want me to look up to or be inspired by you as a person beyond this moment, that's where we begin to talk about legacy and that's where you be, you begin to require more from them. So I think that, to just, just summarise, I agree with both of you.
1: And also I would say for myself, like, I'm not going to lie, I think, like, again, this is an appropriate opinion, as a black woman, I feel like some connection to Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris because she's Jamaican, right? But like, especially as an unambiguously black woman, I, I feel that one... Like a lot of black people that I've noticed, especially on social media, have almost sought to erase her Indian heritage, which is actually more significant and has had more, a lot more of a significant role personally for her. Then, like, she didn't grow up with her Jamaican dad for like past her, like I think past she was like eight, nine. Um, she grew up with her Indian side of the family, and that is like a very significant impact on her. I know she went to a black university and was part of the sorority and stuff, but like. I, I don't feel like I feel like a deep connection with camera has in the way that I do with like Michelle Obama or like I, I don't know I feel like again that's another conversation about the politics of like mixed identity but again I feel like the wonder of rule needs to go and and part of what I've seen is a very interesting thing about like very her blackness being very much emphasized and her Asianness and Indianness been under emphasized in some circles and I find it strange because her most, her most formative, in her formative years, her most significant impact on her family and her mom have been her Indian heritage. Um, but because of the politics of race... Are, sure? Are you
2: sure about
0: that? Yeah. She's she's definitely had a lot of contact with her Indian family, but she grew up in America with, a, were around a lot of black people.
1: No, so I agree, yeah, but in terms of her family...
0: Yeah, in terms of her no, family, but, sure, but like her family and her community have influenced her as well. So that's yeah, she went to I'm
1: Howard. Heaven, but she I'm, saying, I'm saying she's, she's definitely talked about, Um, I see more as like, probably isn't like the first black woman. And I know that that's because we tend to have black identity as the identity that supersedes every other identity. Like even, even if it's mixed with Asian. Like if she was yeah, yeah. like, Barack Obama, even Barack Obama, obviously we called him the first black person even though
3: he's
1: biracial, but I'm saying, even when, now when it comes to somebody who's half black and half Indian, that black identity, despite the fact that she grew up with her mom, um, and that she has limited, she doesn't really have any contact with her father, like from what I understand what I've read and interviews and stuff at the moment, it just seems, it seems strange to me. And also, so what I'm saying is, as a black woman, I feel like I connect with her more on the level of that fact that she's half Jamaican, and I feel that connection. But I wouldn't say like, I feel some deep connection with I don't know that's just me I just don't I don't feel that. Well here's the interesting
0: it. thing I was actually I speaking to some sorry I was just going to say I was speaking to someone from the US on Facebook and they were saying like this almost serves to be like another like knock against African American descendants of slaves because they like all the people that still get into about like Barack Obama Kenyan um Kamala Harris, uh, Indian
3: Jamaican, ba-
0: like they're not none of them. They're not African Americans. Like none of them still are. Like actually, they're all like immigrant kids, and you still they still get pushed up above African Americans because like they're the good immigrants who come and work hard and progress, whereas African Americans don't. You know what I'm saying? So there's also that. There's also that as well. Like it's that gets pushed into i
4: mean i i think that for me no i wouldn't say no i wouldn't say that but i would say that maybe because i'm not american and i don't live there i don't dissect i'm not trying to dissect it that much but that's Mm. because it that's that level of detail isn't quite relevant for me. For you, so yeah, that's relevant for them, yeah, but not for you. That's yeah. not, yeah, that's not me being like dismissive of the point or anything. I'm just saying I can't comment on that. Mm. But in terms of their dual heritage, I would say I, I can definitely see um Nezi's point for Barack in that because I Loki every week or every time I hear that he's mixed race, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, because he's it's he's easy to forget. just
4: not in my head. But I would say with Kamala, she has been. She she does. I would say from what I've seen, I've seen her speak equally about both sides of her heritage, and I think she very much identifies as that. But I think what what I do see where it's where it's a lot more um, that black narrative is played up is in the media and I think we can't mistake or forget the fact that the media is very much agenda driven and the agenda at the moment especially in light of everything that's happened this year will be to dial up her and I'm using the biggest air quotes blackness so I I think we've got to be like cautious of attributing that media agenda to the community and how we we see her, and also how she's presenting herself, because there's only so much you can control.
1: No, I don't think she. I think she's been. Uh, I think she's actually been quite, been very honest and open about how she identifies herself, um mm-hmm. because she, as you, she is dual heritage, so she has those two heritages. I feel like she, for her, whichever. Well, I mean, she has no. There's no. Um, I don't feel like there's a burden on her. Or she owes anyone to equally represent each heritage. It's just what, whatever her life experience is, is how she should present herself, however she wants to. But from what I've seen in the media, she very much plays up, not plays up, she very much like plays to both of her heritages and is honest about the very big influence that Mom had on her. But also the fact that she went to a Black University and is part of the Black Sorority, and that's influential to her as well. But I think you're right. I think it's the media. And I think also what I've seen on quote unquote Black Twitter, from the Sunset to Black Twitter, is this kind of like, doesn't matter how much black you have in you, she's black. doesn't matter that about her age like she's black. And I'm like, we need to stop doing this. Like it just it just needs to stop. Because this is what this is how people also get disappointed when somebody who they who they have claimed as black. Then I was even seeing with Naomi Osaka um the tennis player. Mm. Um she's half Japanese and she's half Haitian. And she's been very like vocal about Black Lives Matter, blah blah, blah. Um and people were. There was some argument about, because obviously she plays for Japan, and we were like, she is half Japanese and half Haitian. <laughs> like, her mom is Japanese, like, stop trying to claim her as, and people are like, it doesn't matter how, what half she is, she's black. And I'm like, this is a very archaic thing. This needs to now stop me to just accept people who are duro heritage as that, and allow them to be both instead of claiming them as one or the other because it just doesn't work.
0: Hmm. Well... This has been interesting, but we can all agree, Donald Trump is out. Well, we hope he's <laughs> going to be out. <laughs> That's that is the that is the hope. That is the hope and prayer that Donald Trump leaves office and we return to um, regular racism as well scheduled. Actually, today he, funnily enough, he conceded that Joe Biden had won. Then he retracted it.
1: And then he took it back. <laughs> he was like, he won, but actually, he didn't. Yeah, Do you know a, what? Do
4: you know what he's actually such a little tease? Like he's <laughs> the biggest flirt. Like, oh, you can have it. No, you can't. Oh, you can have it. No, you can't. Like, he's just a tease. And do you know what? I ain't interested. Honestly,
1: it's
0: a it's <laughs> a no for me.
1: In, in, I'm interested in what his next move will be. I my bet is on like a media empire, like some kind of television. Oh. He's yeah, going he's to do,
0: he's gonna do his <laughs> own television channel for sure. Like his own Donald network. Trump. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: That's if he avoids prison.
0: Well if he avoids prison, but he might pardon himself.
3: I think he's a
0: rich white man though.
3: I
4: think he's he will stuffed prison. the Supreme Court with all his mates. He's paid off China
2: it's, and it's Russia. Not, it's not it's not federal, it's not federal cases that's gonna catch him. It's the um
4: this oh, you mean the state ones.
1: You mean
2: his bankruptcy things. Th-
4: things.
0: Yeah. Like New Yorker, been New York, yeah. New York, <laughs> New York are trying to get him out of here, boy. They're New ready.
1: York, is it the attorney? Um, the, I don't know what the, term is, the attorney general, one of the people in New York, she's a black woman and she has been hounding his taxes. She's been like, I will not rest, <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> I will not rest until I get this man in prison on charges. Of she, she's not gonna rest. Do you know uh, what, I yeah? For her. I, I pray that she continues. Do you know what, yeah? When I always wonder to
4: myself, like, because when I hear a black woman tell you, yeah, I will not rest until (laughs) X, Y, and Z. You're finished. I'm not going to lie, yeah. You're finished. The marrow in my bones shakes. (laughs)
0: The marrow.
4: Do you think, do you think white people have that same, like, intense fear? Like, because... I could, I could crap myself if somebody says to me, I will not rest until. But do you think that it resonates in the same way? Like no, because that's, that's, that's one of
2: those phrases that you know, you know this Twitter thread of what sounds black but isn't black I <laughs> yeah. rest until that is one of those phrases. Yeah, that's a black phrase. I
3: will <laughs> not.
0: Rest. Do
1: you know what? I think they're starting to because look at Stacey Abrams in, in Georgia.
0: Yeah, she's
1: doing she, like, Oh, you can't be the governor. She was like, okay, you and me. She's like, watch, watch this space. Watch what I'm going to do. I'm going to flip this entire state loop. And you, and now they should. Like, they understand that when she came, she, she and she said, it once, she's like, when I, she's like, I literally allowed myself to rest for like 15, even after the election this she year. She said 17 like, minutes. I think. Yeah, she's like, I allowed myself 15 minutes of rest and now I'm going back to work.
3: Yeah, so, she's like, yeah. in.
4: And, and I, I would say, I would say that watch is another one of them words that can like strike fear in the deepest core of my bones. Like yeah. if someone just says to you, watch,
3: right. watch, watch, and, see. Watch.
4: Watch and see. <laughs> you see this,
1: watch. Yeah,
0: and it's got to be eyes. There's, there's eyes that come along with it. It's not just a the yes. word. There's eyes.
3: All right, watch. Watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. my used to say that like, to me when I was a kid, and and the thing is, what I used to hate is like. She would wait. She would say, What? And then it would be like a few hours until the actual punishment came. Yeah. Yes. Say, you can't, you can't, anything. Fear. you
0: can't enjoy the rest of your day. The rate your day is done. Rest of
1: your day you know something's coming. but you, well, you know it's coming. And you know whatever coming is gonna just just ruin ruin your day. You know?
0: Man said you're playing with your friends, but you're just you're just so upset.
1: You guys <laughs> <have it. You laughs> <can't. You can't. laughs> do it on purpose. Black one do that on purpose because they know <laughs> you can't the rest of your day because you know is coming. That's
0: part of the punishment. It's to ruin your day so that you can't have fun until <laughs> you know that that the, the hand the the, <laughs> the hand has rested upon you. Once that's happened, then you know okay. I'm do done. you know
4: what? I must say, yeah, that's one of the things, in fact, one of many things that scares me about being a parent because I'm so forgetful. I'll be like, watch. And in an hour, when my kid's looking
1: at me thinking, yeah, what? I'm thinking, what are you looking at? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're, you're forgetful. You guys know me. I am the most adamant person. <laughs>
0: it's true. It's life. true. I would literally... Yeah, your kids like, are going to get away scot-free.
1: Honestly, I'd be like, go, go grab a Switch. And they come back, and I'm like, what's... What's you all? just put you just put it on.
0: You just you go to you put it
4: okay. on. Yeah. There's a walk past them.
1: This is gonna you. be like,
4: "Go away and write down why I'm angry with you," and then she'll be like, "Get me my angry paper." And they'll be like, "There's nothing on it, Mum." She'll be like, "Good, keep it that way." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly. Oh, yeah. oh.
1: All
3: right. Well,
0: since it, since we're still talking about the world and. The 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 madness that's going on. I know it's been a while since that happened. I think it's been like two two weeks, maybe two, two and a half weeks, um, since the whole story with SARS sort of went worldwide anyway. Um, <laughs> but I'm a defer to my Nigerian brother on this Tunde, um, and I'll let him tell it.
2: Cool, thank you. Uh so for anyone who is unfamiliar or may have missed it, uh nsars is hashtag nsars was a movement following on from all of the positive action we've seen over this year uh, in terms of raising awareness and driving change around uh, police brutality Uh, but this was focused specifically in nigeria Uh, for anyone who is not aware in nigeria we do have armed police um just as a standard but there is also a special unit which was called SARS is now called SWAT is now pretty much just a government hit squad. Um, where they were they were sp- supposed to be a special unit against like armed robbery, and I forgot what the second S is for. But what they turned into. Um, was just a, a militia who would go. Wait, you're saying
0: was it? What does the second S in
2: SARS mean? Yeah. A special anti-robbery squad. That was it. Squad. Um, and yeah, they turned into a militia who just targeted mostly young people for having any signs of wealth or prosperity, because they believed that people our age couldn't possibly have accumulated enough wealth to have a new iphone or a nice car or nice clothes unless it was through fraud or uh, criminal activity and basically they would either embezzle you for money so look we're taking you to the police station unless you can give us this money if you don't do that sometimes they'll just take you anyway to the um to the police station and hold you there basically for ransom until a family member could uh, pay your bail. Or they'll just gun you down there if you if you resist. And it's like, all right, cool, done. Um, and I think in the weeks at the start of October, we started to see a little bit of progress as protests started in the country. Um, all of that led up to a night on the 20th of October this year, 2010-20, where at one of the toll gates, it's the lekki toll It's one of the most um, profitable toll gates in Lagos. Um, and it was, it was where they had kind of set up a major base. Uh, the, <laughs> the Nigerian government came together to orchestrate probably one of the most visible uh, cases of uh, genocide in the country, at least in this generation. Um, they went around, deliberately unplugged all of the CCTV cameras. And, and when I say unplugged, I don't just mean to cut a cable. I mean screwdrivers on to remove the cameras from locations so they couldn't even be checked after. Um, they turned off all the lights in that area. We already know Nigeria has a problem with regular electricity. <laughs> um, and then the military opened fire on the protesters' at that toll gate in the middle of the night. Um, They had instituted a a, a curfew, a 10 p.m. curfew. However, that was instituted maybe minutes or hours before it was supposed to go into practice. So even if they had seen it, they wouldn't have had enough time to fully disperse. Um, And then they just covered it up like, Outrightly lied To say that this didn't happen No one was killed Despite social media being our greatest uh, Tool in this In this time period
0: So that was Babajide De Sanwa Olu The governor of Lagos State He said yeah. that there was no loss of life He said that the day after And then like admitted on an interview That later that day that two people were killed But Amnesty International said 12 people were killed DJ Switch said like 15 people were
2: killed At least Yeah And it wasn't until American media interviewed him that he admitted that not only were people killed, that the military were involved in it. Uh, Since then, in the month or so since then, we've actually seen criminal cases being brought against those who were protesting, uh, who were organizing anyone who was in any way affiliated with uh, the NSARS movement has started to see criminal cases being brought against them. We've seen people literally disappearing off the streets. Bank accounts as well. Um, Bank accounts seized. being frozen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's kind of been a, it's been a tough time to be a Nigerian for the last month.
0: And so how have you, how have you, yeah, I guess talking about, and this maybe leads on a bit to what we were talking about before, just like how, how does that make you how's that made you feel? Like on top of everything that's happened this year, obviously, like what was it like? Like when did you start hearing because the obviously the, the Lecky Tollgate massacre was on the 20th, but yeah. the NSARS hashtag had been building up from like but, yeah, from yeah, from before that. So beginning of October, we started to see the NSARS hashtag like it, it like coming and then and then it sort of hit like a, a flashpoint and then yeah, massacre. But how how was it from like from that point up until the, the massacre and then beyond?
2: Um I can't lie it was hard. Um is it's it's kind of weird having a, a whole section in this in this part where I'm not trying to bust jokes, but uh, yeah, there was it, it kicked off with our Independence Day, which is on the first of October. Mm. So it was that's where the, right. the whole discussion kicked off where you know, those of us who are in the dias- diaspora are talking about, yeah, proud to be Nigerians. And those who are over there were like, well, actually, no, nah. there's a lot of stuff here that we still need to change and we need to get loud about it. And that grew into the Nsars movement. And looking at it from afar, it was a, a point of optimism because we'd seen that there was an ability to change hearts, change minds, change systems this year by us talking it out. And we were like, you know what? We've seen the example, we've supported other countries' fights. Let's do it for ourselves now. And it, it was a movement that had so much strength of support because it wasn't just a single generation. We had our parents out there saying, you know what? They're right, because it ain't right. Oh, we so had- it wasn't just, it wasn't just um, young people, it was
0: older folks as well. It
2: was like, they all it came was- together. We we saw a hope for change because the 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 main people who were complaining about it were those who were being inconvenienced by the protests, so by roads being closed, toll gates being difficult to get to work or whatever. But realistically, like this was for something that was important, so the majority of people understood it. However, we know that power doesn't give up power too uh, too easily, so. Hmm. They thought they could do the usual, which is make a a what's it called? Just a, an empty statement by saying SARS has been disbanded, but we've recreated it as SWAT, which also contains certain members of the former SARS uh, unit. See, so like you've not you've not disbanded anything; you've renamed it, you've rebranded. Um, and people were people weren't having it, and I think it's the first time in a long time that politicians in that country were openly challenged, because they I, I fully believe that they expected Nigerians to roll over after the the symbolic uh, renaming, and then they didn't get that.
3: Hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, that's 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 crazy. I think. Um, One of the things that is always so upsetting is like, you know, as much as possible we want like to to throw off the shackles of colonialism and everything that you know happens to us as a has has happened to us as a people, and we want to be able to govern ourselves. But it's just so sad when like we are doing it to our you know we're doing it to ourselves. Like, um, you know, police brutality not just being, you know it's and it, it goes to a conversation like I don't even necessarily want to get to a conversation about abolition or whatever all that kind of stuff but it just goes to show that like the structure of policing everywhere is used in a very similar fact is well in a lot of places used in a very similar fashion and it's not just you know in America done by white cops and we I mean we already know that but I mean it's you know in Nigeria you see these kind of hit squads going around and taking people off the streets and just you know being so sort of brazen with it and like the, the cover-ups and um and all that kind of stuff so what do you feel like as like what do you feel i mean because obviously you're over here like what is it that people like me can do for people in Nigeria? like you know obviously we're, we're far removed across the, we're across the pond um but you know how have you i don't know if you if you feel like you've been helping how have you been helping and how do you feel like other people can help?
2: I think it's difficult right because for one at the moment it's not really safe for yeah. a lot of the people over there so it's, it's easy for us to be using the hashtag and trying to repromote it but yeah. having to acknowledge actually this is no longer just about a social media thing this is actual life and death for a lot of people over there mm. however one thing that is important is shining the light because it yeah. is far more difficult to get away with things like this when you 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 shine a light on it. Like evil triumphs in the shadows, right? And mm. that is recognizing I think it's it's about recognising and talking openly as well as putting pressure on the governments over there. I mean it's not I'm conflicted. Let me let me let me start there. Because it's all good and well saying we want these other governments to speak out about it. But equally you have to acknowledge that these other governments and by other governments, I mean the UK, the US, et cetera. Yeah. Are part of the cause. Part of the problem. Like, Not, not the problem, the cause. Mm. Like it was their intervention in what is today Nigeria, in that whole region that has led to this. And it's all good and well trying to say, come and, and help us out. But realistically, we know that they can't help in this situation yeah. because they still have this problem. We can't what ask can they, someone. What can they possibly tell you? Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to give us the solution when you ain't got it?
0: Mm. So. It's almost a bit of a helpless, partly like a helpless. Um, not It's not a helpless situation, I'm, I know. But
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. And I, I think what it is, is it's a really good opportunity for if we talk about people who aren't directly affected affected by this. So you may not be Nigerian. You may not have Nigerian family or friends, but understand what happens outside your your world of experience, your reality, right? When you see... A colleague or or someone that you do know who is nigerian and you see them smiling through all of this or you see them just continuing to exist understand the context in which they are existing right all of this isn't happening in a isolated bubble where you just you you put it away into a box and you only experienced it when you've put away your work box or you've put away your family box or your your day-to-day life boxes. That's just constantly happening. That is their experience on a day-to-day basis. I have family who literally live minutes from uh, Leckie Tollgate. Yeah. However, I still had to go and be given presentations. I still had to be uh, educating at work driving our black action plan, Mm. right? It doesn't stop. And, And I think this, this year is one of the things I wanted to talk about today. Anyway, right. It's about understanding the overall emotional toll just existing has had on black people across the world this year.
0: Yeah, man, I think that's, you know, and that's, I guess, Buttons and Nezi, feel free to jump in. But I think, yeah, this is this is where it's been. Like it's it's been a very it's been a difficult year for for um for us as a whole. And it just seems like it's it's not stopped. I think it's, to be honest, it's been it's been it's like it's been difficult for everyone. And then it's been like triply quadruply however many multiples different if you're black because of you know there's just the sustained pressure from racism and the virus. Um, so oh i was going to say one thing just on just to maybe not wrap up but like for the nsars if people want to help and donate and do things like that there's um if you go to feministcoalition 2020.com um there's a group of young nigerian feminists um and they've been like dispersing like funds
2: to like the nsr response and and, would, and would, hold i'd hold up on them because i think they are also again they're they're their lead organizers are amongst those who are named in the criminal cases so whoops
0: that, i just thought they're not even they're yeah, not even they're not taking taking so, donations
2: wow okay um literally everything's had to they, they, we we've had to have the whole movement pause just for the sake of protecting people's lives Sheesh.
0: i mean that's how bad it is guys i mean i guess the best thing you can do maybe is follow them follow them on, on instagram feminist.co um, feminist coalition yeah follow them maybe you can't yeah you can't donate follow them and maybe they'll open up for donations soon but yeah about the whole thing of like black people and how it's been in black mental health to be honest i feel like it's been for me it was really difficult around june july time it was like really difficult in june i think that was very that was difficult but i guess i'm also a person with the kind of mindset of just gotta do it and i think for me what has helped me it's just being so determined to see a better future for the black people that will come up underneath me or the black people that are there now, like that are around now, just being like, you know what? I have hope that the work that I'm doing now, the work that I'm putting in, in terms of diversity, inclusivity, and, you know, doing this podcast and doing different things, that's what's going to make a difference for, for black people in the future, whether it's, you know, um, educating people on the podcast, but also having jokes so we can just relax. Um, doing lots of DNI stuff, so like doing events and educating white people. I know that's no, not a job; it is at work for me. Um, educating, like to me, um, and not just educating, but like putting things in place so that when people are racist, they get kicked out. Um, stuff like that, to me, is what is keep. That's to me was what keep what keeps me going and just keeps me just like you know what I'm. I'm willing to do this just so I can see, cause I, and then I think about the people that have gone before me and what they had to experience. And I'm like, I even had to experience like a 10th of what they've experienced. And like, I'm hopeful that the work that I'm putting in someone else can say in the future, you know I'm not even experiencing what they're experiencing. I'm not saying that black people obviously overall oh, everything's so much better than it was. I'm just saying for me personally, it hasn't been as bad And that. So I feel like because I'm privileged in that way, I can use, where I'm at and what is what hasn't happened to me to that energy that I have to just make a difference that's how I felt um I don't know about what the rest of you guys how you feel about it
4: yeah I would um first of all say that um like it's it's I always find or I have always found it quite hard to know what to do in situations especially where it feels where things are happening back home that we can't like it it is difficult to know how you can help or support Mm. um but I have found that in those situations and obviously it doesn't work for everybody but it's just as as Tunde says like having the conversations or even if you're not having the conversations even just appreciating that life is complex and it sounds so basic but it's just appreciating that people at the point in which you interact with them have other stuff going on in their lives in their heads and appreciating that they're still turning up showing up like I think that is worth celebrating in whichever way feels appropriate to celebrate or not even celebrate acknowledge it's the acknowledgement that I think is important so even when you're um talking Harry about all the things that you're doing um at work to educate and change the narrative for the next not maybe generation or not quite next generation just the next person that comes after you that needs to be acknowledge that like all of that work and effort and time that we all put in going above and beyond our day jobs needs to be acknowledged and I think it's so important for us as a collective to put pressure on um our companies our employers to do to to, to acknowledge in that way. Um, so at the at the height of the increased focus of Black Lives Matter this year, having a conversation with my team around why I wasn't my usual jovial self was difficult. But something that I on a personal level decided to take on. I'm not saying that everybody should take that on, but having that having those conversations kind of in doing so, I was requiring them to accept that I am more than the happy person that you see on a day-to-day basis, and I need you to appreciate that. Um, and I, th- I think for me, like that's been one of my key takeaways of the year because it's so easy for us to just all push on and keep going, and I think that is very much part of the the black narrative that we are, especially black women that we are survivors we roll with the punches we can take it all on we can do it all and yes we can we are resilient beyond measure but also that doesn't mean that it's any less important for us like we need to make sure we're making time to acknowledge the effort to have some self-care time to to take a step back and appreciate how much we've achieved even over the last weak I mean I'm excessive so I'm like look at the end of every day like girl you have killed it (laughs) but however however you however it makes sense for you to take time out I think it's important that we all do that
1: um I have found so first of all, I want to say the conversation about SARS um thank you for that because I feel like It's easy to read stuff, but it's different hearing it from somebody who, I guess, has more of a connection to it. And also just wanted to add that black women have been at the forefront of this, um, which is one thing I've found really encouraging, like just watching uh, a lot of black women leading the protests. And on one hand, um, I have conflicting feelings about black women being in the front lines with things like this, but also just that black women are showing so much leadership on this um, has been, like, sad but kind of great to watch at the same time so kudos to all the women in Nigeria who are who are leading on this um in terms of like what I've learned over the past year so for me I I feel like I have a tendency to be a bit more anxious like currently I am covered in a rash from head to toe which I know is a stress rash um and I think for some of us like we don't always articulate or even understand ourselves when we're feeling a certain way and this year has been so stressful that I found that even if I don't verbalize that I'm stressed or that it's been getting me down that my body often shows me the ways I'm stressed whether that's a rash whether that's like you know feeling short of breath or chest pains or whatever um and I've really found that, especially around the time of like uh, George Floyd and it was now happened Black Lives Matter and Breonna Taylor, that plugging into joy was um, my way of coping. And for the past, I'd say, year and a half, like I've been very conscious about what I watch and what I listen to and what I consume in terms of, um, in terms of Black people, in terms of, our treatment, because I realise that there is such a thing as too much information. I think sometimes, like sometimes a lot of media is geared towards white people, which is informing them about what's happening to us, right? And I think that media affects us differently, because it is happening to us. So even me hearing, you know, we have that kind of pan... African, like global diaspora thing. But even me hearing about NSARS will probably hit differently to Tunde hearing about it, right? Because he is Nigerian, he has family, and he's like 10 minutes from there. Just as a way, like the Jamaican floods at the moment will hit me differently from him, because it's like the reality is that even though you think you might put a connection because of other Black people, like it's not the same exact same as if it's like your country, like in that way. And I think even more so, like, How we consume media as black people compared to how white people consume it. So I found that I've really curated, like, I've taken a lot of breaks off Twitter and social media, deactivated my Twitter account a few times, I deactivated my Instagram account a few times. Um, I've made a conscious decision not to watch certain things. Like, I'm never watching When They See Us. I know it was a great series. I give Ava Duvernay all her props. I would even stream it in the background if she needed more views, but it's just something that is just not going to serve me emotionally. There are certain films that I I can't watch, like certain features that I can't watch right now. And I've just been enjoying watching Girlfriends on Netflix, uh, waiting for Moesha to come out, um, eating really good comfort food, uh, privileged enough to have my subscription boxes, which give me a present every month in the post. These are the things that have kind of just been ways that I care, care for myself, making sure I'm really a lot more intentional about meeting up with friends um obviously we're not down now but uh, meeting up with friends and connecting with them over like zoom or whatever to make sure that I'm actually being very intentional about avoiding negativity and creating positivity for myself so that's been my experience the
3: past year Hmm.
0: The life of blackies eh um So in terms of, I guess, what are you guys, I know you spoke about like the things that you do for your mental health in terms of like protecting what it is that you watch and those kind of things. How do you balance protecting yourself and putting yourself on the front line for black people?
4: I think it's super important for us to recognize that we actually can't fight every battle. Well, it's been super important for me to recognize that because I'm so conscious of the whole rent and angry black woman trope, especially in a professional environment. So you start talking about um, injustice or equality and equity and apparently or traditionally that has meant everyone brings you their problems and the next fight that you should take up and I think it's very important for everybody to be as Nezi said like super intentional with what you do and don't decide to to be on the front lines for so I, I can be I can be in support of many things but it doesn't always have to be my voice and that's been that's how I balance how how I balance it how I make it make sense in terms of the what I choose the 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 things I choose to, to be on the front line for I think that's super personal like for me it's very much around selfishly does this serve me how does this serve my community what does what are the repercussions of this like where could this go wrong what are the what are the the sort of problem points um and and also am i the best person to say it or is it better said by somebody else that's the question i think people should ask themselves more often <laughs> like it am i the best person to articulate this point and just because I may not be. That doesn't make me any more or less supportive of whatever the agenda may be. And I'm conscious that I've in really, really loose terms there, but I'm trying to <laughs> keep it. I'm trying not to be too specific because that it, it's like more of a theory approach than yeah. it is.
3: Yeah. And I don't. So I don't think.
0: It, I don't think it can be. I think it is like it's almost like what knowing yourself. I think that's why it's really important to do the work of knowing yourself oh, in therapy and stuff.
1: Then, Are you saying it can't be specific?
4: No, no. What what I'm saying is that um and what Harry like correctly took away is that it's it's an individual journey, which is why I was being so aloof and like not specific. Because no, it's in, yeah, I'm not referring to specific situations or I'm not even speaking with specific situations or topic in mind, I'm talking more about my general approach because of the, like, small part of work I have done to understand what works for me and just sharing that for sharing's sake, like.
1: Yeah. I know we're not speaking in specifics, but I'm a to on a specific. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of Eva Longmore, yeah, and her little comment about, uh, Latina woman who have been doing the heavy lifting during the election process, as opposed to Black women. Oh yikes! And yeah, that was definitely when I was just like, you like some celebrities are, can speak on. Like, I feel like everybody can speak on politics if they want to, right? But I didn't. I just feel like some celebrities need to just do a little bit of reading, sit downs maybe have some uh coaching before they put certain things out there because they just keep shooting themselves in the foot. It's not everyday apology notes. Some days decline the interview.
0: But the thing is I feel <laughs> some like
1: days they say I'm really happy with the result of the election. I'm proud of everybody who stand out. It's a moment of change for our country.
0: Majiga Eva. God
1: bless I just think that, that, the- that
0: was a massive L from her.
4: I think one of these days, as a society, we'll learn how to big what we want to big up. Up. That's, this is the worst constructive sentence. Wow,
0: I've ever- <laughs> is it? I don't think it is. I've I'm heard sorry. some howlers from you, but go on.
4: You're trying to construct it.
0: Use your verbs, use your adverbs, go on.
4: Well, right, so one of these days, we mm-hmm. will learn how to. One of these celebrate. days, we will learn
0: how to, yep.
4: Oh my gosh. <laughs> we we'll learn how to celebrate one thing without putting down another now can somebody take all of the words i said and make them into an appropriate sentence no move? need
2: pastor you spoke clearly oh yeah Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah 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 amen yeah. amen one one of these days we will <laughs> one of these days praise things without bringing them down angels from africa angels from africa are coming right now angels from africa shandwa <laughs> yeah yeah
1: you know what, I am so mad from there that you got there before me because I was literally do you know how ready I've been to add that to this podcast? <laughs> do you know how ready I have been? <laughs> I hear the sound of rain. the wreck. I, I, I hear the sound of victory. I hear the sound of the I hear the sound of victory. I'm so mad. Do you know do I'm you sorry, know what- oh Please,
0: Harry, can you please find the video? Do you know what is the
1: madness?
5: Wait, what video are
1: you talking about? I'm calling white doing against 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 authority authority in the, the white House. Shh.
5: We break it up in the name of Jesus. We oh. lose confusion into every demonic confederacy directed oh. right now at this election, mm. directed specifically at the six states. We yeah, yeah, come yeah. against people that are working at high levels right now. Yeah. With Demonic confederacies and My secrecies God. and mm. demonic plans and networks. We break it up and we command that it be exposed right now in the name mm. of Jesus. Yeah. Strike and strike. Angels have even descended. Dispatch from Africa right, Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here in the name of Jesus from South America. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here, They're coming here. from Africa. From South America. Angelic forces. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Say, the I hear the sound of victory. I hear the sound of victory. Oh, I right. hear the sound of victory. I 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 hear oh, the God. sound of victory. I hear the.
0: And do you know what the angels? <laughs> do you know what the? <laughs> do you know what the angels from Africa said? <laughs> this is what they said. No
5: sir, not me. Do you know what I think the
3: funny
1: bit of that whole video is the woman in the front doing push-ups.
3: She's yeah, that's the best bit. That's the best bit. Let
1: me just that's get a workout work in here, right quick. Trust She's me. Just like- <laughs> in the floor.
0: God I told her <laughs> there's cholesterol in her spirit that
3: <laughs> she needs to get rid of. <laughs>
4: mean. Meanwhile
0: the angels in heaven are literally like
4: so guys you hearing anything they're like no, why <laughs> no it's just like, me yeah. not a so- um, is reaching not um, Nothing
0: vibrating on this frequency sorry
4: i checked i checked the phone as well not no no nah,
0: not, not, re- not not even a voicemail <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: To me what it a, was also,
1: um, it was no the, you have to you have the remix is the best like the Eminem remix it's, it, it's, it's the, the Eminem remix,
2: remix. What? Someone
1: who it with like. um...
2: You mean I Marquis? Pardon? Was it I Marquees?
1: I don't know who it was. It's so good and it's got like a kitten in it. He's dancing to it. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the yeah. and strike and strike and
5: strike and strike and strike and strike, and strike, and strike, and strike, and you- and <laughs>
0: So dumb I can't do it. <laughs> why without me though? That's why I'm baffled.
1: I've been buffering to that in my room like for the past few days. Without
0: me, a- you know. Imagine. <laughs> oh, life. Well, life.
2: No, nah, I think before before we go to our next topic, I think one thing I would like to acknowledge in the dark times that Republicans and those who are definitely trying to attack us, have at least given us some some uh, some joy, some bops. So they've given us some bops over the last couple of weeks.
1: They've given us memes on memes on memes. Because
2: I still find myself from time to time being like, Oh my God, I will vote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will vote. <laughs> oh, Donald
2: Trump Oh my God I will vote
1: That is a tune I don't that care is that a is tune. I, I have listened to that I'm sorry It's a book a tune. It's a book. Oh my God I will vote <laughs> I will vote
3: For Donald Trump
0: Do you know what? I can't lie, man. People like the non—you know—the the spicy whites and just the—we they still have the rhythm and the uh, bruv, This is actually a tune. <laughs> it's actually live. It's a tune. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> actually a tune. Oh my god!
2: Because like you know, you know when you saw some of the first maga, the first maga maga hits, um, and you're a bit like, oh lord, no! You should have asked someone to help you to help you, I don't know, put some rhythm on it, put a little bit of flavour with it. Now? That's a bop. Like, I would listen to the full version of that song.
1: honestly, I actually, I'm just saying to say I searched it on Spotify. Like, I did. (laughs) I did did search it
0: on Spotify. It's a tune, (laughs) though. It's actually a bop. A problematic bop. That's what we like. Um, <laughs> moving on No no
4: no because whatever They do they will not take our joy And that is one thing like yes. Black people I love us 10 times Over they will not knock our joy
0: But you know which Black person we don't rock with right now I mean, Octavian list.
1: Oh <laughs> Listen to me yeah. <laughs> like, who?
0: He's, he's got <laughs> His bops are, are the Problematic sort that we don't like Nope. Um, so did you guys hear about Mr. Octavian and his, uh, his crazy exploits over goodness knows, um, how long, and of course, you know, he's now been dropped by his record label. So if you don't know, Octavian is a rapper, um, who was signed to black butter records. Um, I don't know who is, who is was. I assume it was some sort of major and his oh his debut was supposed to be released like last week oh well um but yeah his his ex-partner claimed that she that octavian frequently kicked and punched her um and he strongly denied the allegations even though there's a video and yeah there's a video of him saying he was going to beat her up and there's a video of him beating her up um and so yeah his label dropped him um, and he said that it was his ex-girlfriend and that he broke up with her and he said he reposted he also um said that he'd never been abusive as well which is interesting <sighs> i don't even, like, i don't even know what the, the the angle is on i think what the angle is, is on this is for me is um, the continued so
1: the disappointment it, that is your people Who? Do you know what I do have?
4: uh, I think she meant male, just to clarify. Um, I I've
0: divested from black men too. So,
4: (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I really want to be a fly on the wall where you tell your dad that you now identify as something other than male?
0: No, I don't. (laughs) I just I just identify as me. That's what I identify as identify <laughs> as me that's it <laughs> i tried to no nah, i think i think what what's what's annoying about what's annoying about this is what you what you what we've seen a lot and i think someone brought it up Skepta has now like the people that have been associated with Boy Better Know have just been some shady people like you had Solo 45 um who went to, and it's just a lot of not just necessarily Skepta who's who's been around them but just a lot of these rappers like Look at Solo Forty Five. You look at Maniac, the producer who came back. I don't know if you guys know about Maniac, but he basically plotted this producer who he's a great producer, but he he plotted to kill him and his friend plotted to kill this girl, and they tried to they tried to kill this girl um, because he was like ah um, like she's pregnant and she's trying to ruin my life, so I'm gonna so they plotted to kill her, tried to kill her, and he got out, and people are now making music with him again, and it's like you see that stuff continually happen where um black figures in music mo- majority male will do something mad and people will either continue to rock with them their boys won't call them out on it or won't distance themselves or won't say anything they'll just keep it moving and they just won't comment um and i guess what the the question is what as so maybe it's this is a question to Tunde i don't necessarily want to ask the black women this but as a man how do you feel like a man should respond like if say say you're you're i don't know a, a rapper compadre let's say like it might be your boy it might not be your boy but <laughs> a you
3: know,
2: i don't know what i was trying to say like yeah, you know those moments where you realize just how middle class middle you class
1: you are <laughs> <laughs> i was just about
4: to say <laughs>
2: You're divesting too much, bro. You're divesting from the culture. Trust me. If per se you happen, if per to uh, have one of your, I don't know, your, your rapper compadres,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a middle middle class, you know, middle class uh, black interviewer, on like on you like CNN or something. You sound like Dave speaking to like 50 characters. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Chuck. <laughs> Say if one of your your rapper compadres had done something like this, how would you respond today?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, again, this is it's a weird one, right? Because I I think all of us on this on this pod at least are in a position where we know we're not afraid to cut people off who aren't uh, who aren't thinking along the same lines of us when it comes to uh, what our red lines are like in terms of the difficulty of decisions of what it is that you're going to cancel people for, like domestic abuse really doesn't need questioning. So for me, there aren't going to be people around me who are going to stand around and just be doing that. Like I actually find it very difficult to try to get into the mindset the same way I can't understand people who uh, like are continuing to do gang activities or again that was that was me <laughs> nice word. I it's
3: even it
1: worse good. than me <laughs> gang activities um, <laughs> those people who do gang activities I can't think why they do it, it. Why, you'd be involved in gang activities.
0: why would you be involved in such a disturbing <laughs> act I mean goodness me walking around with knives and and shanks as you call you them know, are they know. the same
2: thing you know what, I deserve that <laughs> um <take> <laughs> But no, like, it's, it's very difficult for me to get into that mindset because it's so far from my experience. It's so far from the people that I surround myself with. However, if you are the type of person who is around those people, I think you need to start now. Like, I'd, you can't change history. History is history. What you can control is what's in front of you. And I think that's where they need to start taking a bit more responsibility for it. Right, like it may not be popular. It may end up with you having people cut you out. But if the type of people cutting you out are domestic abusers and criminals, then calm, That's that is a that is a positive mark as far as I'm concerned. But
1: isn't so? I would. I would. There? So I just wanted to
2: quickly, just real quick, just
0: before you say something, just the the gang activity thing. I think is very different to domestic abuse. But continue. Um, yes. Nizzy, I
1: was gonna say that. Um, even part of the problem though, I feel like with men, that sometimes not all the time, but often birds of a feather flock together. Mm. So, in terms of your mindset about women and how you treat women and how you approach women, um, very often men who who are domestic abusers. Not all the time, no, I don't want to say that because I think, maybe that's also part of the problem. Maybe it's part of the problem is that people can't, people see domestic abusers as people who these like ogres who you can spot out when often it's just regular men who you might not even assume, who are very nice at work, very nice to their colleagues, whatever, but at home are abusive. But I'm yeah, say, I Like, like I, yeah, I'm thinking that's probably part of it as well, that you can't, like if somebody, for example, accused Harry or Twinday of domestic violence, I'd be very, very surprised As well you
0: as well you bloody should be.
1: Yeah, well you say that, but it's not like it's not that rare. Like but I'd be extremely surprised I don't think I surround myself I don't I don't think that I surround myself with men who would do that kind of thing. And I would hope I would probably think that I could spot signs of men who are like that, but maybe that's not the case. But also I think, especially in this kind Mm. of music industry, three shots of tequila type environment, that like (laughs) birds and feather tend to pop together. Oh, I mean, it was just a spare shot. Catching um, strays. They, they tend oof. to, like, flock together. So it's kind of like when one goes down, we then have to start thinking, well, the other ones around you, like, even when we talk about boy better men, like, a lot of them have turned out to be a bit wayward. Like, isn't that part of it? Like, unfortunately, that people tend to be, if you're a man and you have very strong views and are quite... Um, staunch in terms of your stance about how you treat women and that you're not going to treat them a certain way, I feel like you'd be quite alienated by men like the lyrics that Octavian has in his songs prior to any of this coming out I've just read through a couple of them they don't suggest to me a man who respects women or likes women so if you're his friend what, yeah, but what's,
0: your, what's your example of that? What do you mean? As in, give me an example
1: Of his lyrics? Mm-hmm.
0: Something that doesn't respect, because but uh, I, I'm, I just want to see whether it's more violent or more misogynist than your average everyday rapper.
1: But that's the thing. For example, even like Dr. Dre coming out, um, Dr. Dre is alleged to have.
0: No, it's like, not alleged. Compl- it's not alleged. He did it.
1: Oh, it's confirmed. Okay, so exactly, he's confirmed. But again, his lyrics, like for example, someone like Common, you'd be a bit more surprised, right? Because he's kind of made it his stance that so he respects women, and he in his lyrics he's also been respectful of women.
2: That that could be the solution, you know. Make every rapper date Erica Badu for a small section of time.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Straighten them right out. I see what you mean. Yeah, I think, I think it's true. What I
1: mean? like, are, are we that? Are we that surprised that men who speak in a certain way about women in their lyrics or in their content then go on to be abusive?
0: Yeah, and and then uh, to me it becomes a conversation of when are we going to? I and I I get this whole thing about people reclaiming terms and it being a way of talking and all these different things but at a certain point when are we going to be able to say that actually music that is mis- misogynist sometimes violently so is harmful to the community and normally says it might say something about that person at the time or may encourage certain things i don't understand why that, that might be a controversial statement to make but i, I and i'm not Obviously I'm not someone who's against hip hop, but I'm against, like, when I say I'm against it, I don't say they, I'm not saying they shouldn't make it, but we have to ask the question, if multiple rappers have come out and or have had these allegations of domestic violence and they're using, and they're saying these, like they're saying they're using misogynistic terms about women, I mean, how, how many people is it going to happen to, or how many people are going to perpetuate it before we start saying, you know what, we don't rock with people who use misogynist terms against women. Like, when are we gonna, I don't know. Like, I just, I just yeah, I don't I, I'm, I don't understand it to me. I'm not saying, you know, people don't like a problematic bop and all these kind of things. Tr- fine, but just know what you might be co-signing because the person might, and I'm not saying it's your fault, but that person might turn out to be like Octavian, like uh, Solo 45, like Dr. Dre, like whoever etcetera etc cetera, etc cetera, etc just gonna keep happening
1: i think it's a long conversation about whether art imitates life or life imitates art or whatever i just think there's a line to be drawn i think there's artistic license and i think people say things and some group that they might not do life um there's loads of middle class rappers who who rap about stuff that they've never experienced and they're probably never gonna experience like who um
2: like who?
1: Rick Ross. Like, doesn't isn't, isn't
0: Rick Ross like? Wasn't he? Yeah, a, no. Rick Ross is one example, but most rappers do come from do come from. Like he's, come
1: he's from, like, a, comes from very middle class background. Little Wayne and he doesn't ch- middle-class background.
0: Yeah, but Kanye doesn't chat like that. When have you ever heard Kanye West? Kanye West talks misogyny, like, yes, he's used misogyny, but I'm saying he's not violent. When has Kanye West ever said a violent lyric? No, in no, no, I don't really know. To be
1: honest, I'm not going
0: to I'm, I'm just saying most of the rappers that do talk about this stuff, I'm not saying they all have, but many have been, you know, it, to me, it's like if you've been part of a certain lifestyle, unless you haven't, unless you've actively cleansed yourself of that mindset and there's a corresponding change in what you're talking about, how can I then assume that this is just not art art, will not imitate life? To me, that doesn't make, it just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. And I think that, that's- why,
0: why would misogyny be something that we'd want just, oh, just artistry? I, I think
4: it. that actually there is, so the, the important conversations that I've seen around this that I think have been somewhat edifying have been conversations around, so first of all, no, first of all, what you just said in terms of um how much do we want misogyny in art, I think there's a conversation to be had around what we define as misogyny. Because mm. I know we said, like you said, like what are his lyrics, whatever. I just don't think it's appropriate to read read out some of his lyrics, to be honest, because this is openly violent openly misogynistic language I don't I don't think it matters if you're saying you know it's art it's not real life personally I don't think that matters and I think we need to we should have more of a responsibility on we should we should hold our artists to a higher standard and that shouldn't be acceptable and unfortunately historically it has been as much as you're saying you know do we want misogyny in music it's there we can't we can't now all of a sudden say oh but why would we ever say yes to it we've been saying yes to it it's mm-hmm. there like yeah. so, we, the conversation needs to be okay it's been there let's change this let's require more And I think that's an important conversation. I also think a conversation around, um, like, calling out signifying behaviour, like, problematic behaviours. Now, I don't think that we do that, and I say we, the community, do that enough. I think it's very, it's an uncomfortable thing to do, right? And I think there are going to be, there are going to be exceptions to the rule to to this stereotype, of course, I appreciate I am generalizing the stereotyping, but often when um somebody is found guilty of a criminal activity against women, um, or or sexually a sexual based criminal activity, let's say, because it could also be against men, people often say, oh I, I now that I think about it there were signs and I think as a we need to call out those signs so if you have um friends or people around you that often make a certain type of joke or behave in a certain type of way and it's innocent it's humor oh but they would never really I I Mm. think we actually need to call that behavior out a lot more and we can all take more responsibility in doing that because even even for me I find if somebody makes a problematic joke I'll be like oh that's a techie one and I won't. it's like I won't laugh because I'm not in agreement and I'm very conscious of not laughing because I don't want to be in agreement but am I going to go that one step further and be like that was problematic and here's why And I think that's what we need to get better at doing. So Mm. for me, like, okay, Octavian, to be honest, it's pointless me saying now I've heard this, I'm not going to stream your music anymore. Because if we're all honest, like I weren't streaming it anyway. If you want (laughs) to have number one fans or if you had number one fans, I weren't in it. Could I even spell Octavian correctly? Or did Google have to correct me? This is where I'm at.
3: <laughs> Please show
4: your working out. <laughs> like these, this is where I am at. So me saying, you know, I'm no longer gonna support his artistry is kind of like null and void. But the points in the conversations that I've seen that are um, that have been interesting is about the standard that we hold our artists to. I think there's yeah. there's something in that that should be explored beyond the week that this will be trending on Twitter.
0: Literally.
1: But I think that... the point is, is that the, the artists um like the artists are, are as big as their fan base, right? So what I find with these conversations that like you have these conversations on Twitter and Twitter is a very I keep saying this a very small minority of the population, like a tiny portion of the population is on Twitter. But some of all the research. And in all the research, it's um that population tends to lean to the left as well. Um, yeah. So what you're what you're getting is conversations often, often, often amongst the already converted, right? Often amongst people who acknowledge that this is wrong, and then they're not going. To or be people different who different. are pretending
0: to be converted for Twitter. Or people
1: pretending to be, because I'm sure some people go home and listen to it, But the point is that how how big an artist will be will always be their fan base and it's how do we push this conversation past the circles in people who who listen to this podcast or listen to the other podcast talk about this kind of stuff. How do we actually, God forbid I, forbid I say it, reach the three shots of tequila um, crap? Like, I'm not saying that people don't listen to both because there's definitely people who to books, but I'm saying the people, the kind of people who who agree with
0: everything they yeah, say.
1: I don't know what they say, right? And don't just listen broadly. How do we actually reach our like our guys on the streets who are, like our teenagers who are in school at 15, 16, and actually aren't maybe thinking, some of them are thinking, but a lot of them are, like when we were 13, 14, and probably a lot of the stuff that we listen to, like, I personally, I I was I was quite picky when music tastes even from when I was a teenager, but, like, I, I would say maybe I had a period, definitely when I was 11, 12, 13, but I happily listened to 50 Cent PIMP, and it was not, there was no kind of thinking about what it meant or how, how do we then reach, how, how do we make this conversation wider than the circles where people already know that this isn't okay? I think that's what I'm thinking of. And then maybe, um, like, I am actually... Like I'm not for censoring art, but at, but sometimes I feel like actually like some things are hate speech. And in a, in a in a court of law, they would be considered hate speech. So then why can someone put it on a track? Like why can you why can you why why can you talk about killing a woman on a track? But if you said it in any other circumstance, it's like a pro, do you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. written a track. basically he, he basically? He wants to kill. He had intent to murder something. Yeah. By the
0: way, just if anyone's if anyone's wondering about yeah, the lyrics, if- Octavian, my head. If you go and search the lyrics, you'll see what we're talking about.
1: Like in any other forum. Like, I think, I think if you're don't absolutely know it, right. You're not belief, it's not okay. Sorry, go. A
4: hundred percent. Because if you taken those Thanks. lyrics and published them,
1: oh, sorry, buttons.
4: I don't know what happened there, but someone just started. thanks.
0: She said your sorry. name.
4: I said your real name, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. If you'd taken those lyrics and published them, I was going to say in, like, The Guardian or something, but as if, but on, like, his own doctored wiki page, that would be hate speech, and you would abs there would absolutely be criminal proceedings there. So, yeah you're right that is that is the that is a very important takeaway and for me that's what i found um edifying the two percent of of twitter that actually has a sound logical opinion opinion (laughs) on 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 things that happen in the world
0: sheesh all right um uh, i need some levity here so i'm just gonna go ahead and talk about podcasts so we mentioned free shots we are obviously on a podcast right now um there was a conversation going around about some podcasts should have just stayed um in a group chat and shouldn't have actually been a podcast because they ain't got nothing useful to say and so what we wanted to do in the segment is we want to go down a list of podcasts and say group chat or podcast so i'm gonna no we're not gonna do that that's what i wanted to do but they have Force me not to. So. I was like,
3: wait a minute. <laughs> <dude."> <laughs>
0: this is about to be a very short segment. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be you asking, and it just crickets. Keep, keep, keep. But yeah. And for, um,
4: and for anyone who thought they were going to be smart, yeah, and tweet that this podcast should have stayed as a future, I want to say,
3: yeah <laughs>
4: Listen,
0: oh our two hundred listeners per per episode would beg to differ, or two hundred plus. Whatever, Um, yeah. But oh
4: yeah,
0: and to the person, and to the person what that corrected now? my <laughs> pronunciation of um. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was... <laughs> she can't pronounce, pronounce it! you and it. it? And whoever it was, I forgot your name, but you're ex- absolutely right. This girl, it's just calamitous with the sentences, with the grammar, with the vocab. Thank you for calling it out. You were right. She needs to go back to the drawing board.
4: You know what's funny anyway. about that? Ask me again what I did at uni.
0: He's mad! What a waste of bleeding Ooh, money. Oh, it's a sticky <laughs> one still. <laughs> I think it was nice was. <laughs> I think it was nice was. Was that Nisoas. it? Yes. Well,
1: as, so as, the says, as, as the commentator
0: says, as the says, It's even. It's even all right. Let's let's not gunner for it again. Um. Uh, so. Uh, so yeah, group chat podcast. So the conversation is, should podcasts be all highbrow and just talking ever? So I think there's a, there's a line here. I think there's a sense in, w- there's a serious sense in which some podcasts should be, you know what I'm saying? There's a need for podcasts which are like, um, you know, light. There are a need for podcasts which are heavy, but I almost don't even know if this group chat podcast is what they're talking about. I think a lot of people come and give opinions that aren't based on facts or anything of substance to say, whether it's light or or heavy, but also actively promote opinions that are harmful. So there's a balance, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think it's just a space for everybody, and everybody should be allowed to say what they want to say, and that's it? Like
2: there needs to be balance, right? Like we, if I I always like to you know keep it at home so you don't go out shading anyone, but a lot of what we talk about on this, we have to have at least read up a little bit about it to understand what it is that we're saying, because particularly with the topics we talk about, a lot of this has the potential to influence people's thinking, to uh, potentially cause a lot of harm if we're not careful with it. And I think we, a lot of the time, people forget that just because it's a podcast, does not mean that you do not have an element of influence and therefore a responsibility to be careful with what you say. Like jokes are fine, but there is still a responsibility in it because if I say something, someone listens to it, they take it, they run with it, and it ends up harming someone. I have played a part in that, right? So whether we're having the jokes, whether we're doing the serious topics, there is a responsibility in anything that you put out and recognizing the potential for harm.
0: I agree. I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's incumbent upon the people doing the podcast to, if you're gonna chat about something, at least either say, I don't know what I'm talking about. I need to read up on it. Or do your due diligence before you get on a podcast and start chatting. And the thing is what I, I mean, this is what I always do. I just have Google open, Yeah, like I just have Google open. So I'm ready to just look up something. If we get into the topic, and i think we all do it like if we're re- if we're trying to chat on a topic we'll just google it get the stats get the you know there's no need in this day and age to be to push out ignorant opinions but on the other side you know
1: I, I, yeah go on
0: no no you go you go you go
1: i was just going to say i don't know if it's that deep to be honest because i feel like people like some things stayed stayed in a group chat i feel like it's the internet like <laughs> yeah. I, I just I, the internet is a cesspool, isn't it? Like you can go on Reddit and find one thing I've quite—I've been my new pastime—and that I find really interesting are incels. You know, like the involuntary celibate guys.
3: Mm.
1: I've been lurking that Reddit board, and it's just fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. stuff people. I just, for me, there's some podcasts that I feel I feel should have stayed as group chats. But each podcast has an audience, right? Yeah. So each audience has stuff that they think is valuable, whether that even you know, the only podcast I will ever throw shade at on this podcast is three shots. I know I've, that's, that's literally the only podcast that will catch smoke for me because I just feel like joking about raping black women is, is you deserve to catch shots for eternity. But, um, but like anyone else, I probably will never speak negatively about openly. I might feel that their podcast is a particular podcast is like a bit trite or a bit ridiculous, but as long as you're not promoting something that's actively like an illegal activity such as rape then I I, I'm not gonna for me you have an audience and your audience thinks your content is valuable in some way whether it's you entertain them like it might just be lighthearted entertainment or you have a deep critical you know like a political view that you're like you know advocating for I just feel yeah I feel like everybody has their audience And I feel like as a black person and as a woman and whatever identities I have, I have a responsibility as a Christian as well, I have a responsibility to to have certain level of content. But for some people, and I think it's the same thing that conversation we have with music, some people are like, I'm an artist, I am not your role model, and it is not my job to it's not my job to um kind of like provide edifying or like great content. It's just my job to express how I feel. And if you think that's negative influence, like if you have kids, that's your job to keep all your kids from that. Um, If you're an adult, then you don't have to listen. And I think that's the same way that some people talk about podcasts. They're just like, it's not my job to be like positive. It's just my job to express myself. I'm having a chat with my friends and I'm putting it on the internet. If you want to listen to it, cool. If you don't want to listen to it, then don't.
4: Yeah, I, I do agree with that. And I've definitely said this before on the pod, but... I still cannot work out when we lost the art of facing our front. Like literally, if it's not for you, just move on. Like I don't know when that when we lost
1: that, because we should find it again.
0: But
3: then But
1: isn't, isn't that the line? Isn't that the line Because we don't, we just we've just been talking about Octavian and that's that's the line for me so there's exactly when it comes to when it comes to things that I think are actively harmful I'm not going to face my front <clears throat> but when it comes to things yeah that, absolutely. yeah that are not harmful but they're just dumb to me then but then I think there's, there's a fine line because there's so many things that are discussed especially um on podcasts that are like borderline harmful you know what I mean like those conversations yeah. that are like borderline offensive that you know, are kind of harmful and the views are And it's a bit like, mm, well, at this point, it's not like illegal, harmful, but I feel like it's harmful to the culture. But is it my job to police that? I I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe.
3: Mm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one. But what I would say is, man, I think that's the thing. I... I know the argument about, you know, we're not role models and all these kind of things. But I, like you say, Nezi, I think we, there is a responsibility. I feel it as well. Like, I don't want to come in here and spout rubbish because I feel like it's my responsibility. When I say spout rubbish, obviously banter and jokes or whatever. But when we're talking about something serious, I think it's important for us to relay the facts as much as possible, give opinions that are worth, you know, are worth their salt and allow people to go make judgments for themselves based on informed like in on, on opinions or, or or speech that's informed as opposed to as opposed to nonsense so I guess it's just an encouragement for everybody if you're a podcaster or, you know if you're just if you're in a position where you know that people can be or are listening to you like take it serious like obviously you can have fun with it but take it seriously because you don't know who you're influencing because like someone like Octavian um, influences sure he influences people I'm sure he does I'm sure there's people who are defending him right now. Um, so I think it's um, important, important. Do you know what? The other two topics are actually really sad. I thought this has been a bit of a sad. Has this been a sad episode, guys? I don't know if...
2: It's been, it's been cathartic. I, I I find it's been really... I fi- I've ha- found it helpful. Uh, being able to speak about some of this stuff is... Is useful because there are times where you just experience it, you hold it in your head, you go about your day, you don't talk to no one, especially with lockdown. Mm, that's true.
4: Yeah, I found it I found it a nice balance, actually. And as, as Tunde said, sharing is caring and that's important.
3: That is very and maybe
4: true. I just miss interacting with people other than the people I live with who... Are going
2: to drive me insane. <laughs> oh, oh, oh guys, sorry, 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 sorry. Breaking news. <laughs> PM, Boris Johnson self isolating after contact with someone who tested positive. No, COVID-19 that's not true. That's not Downing true. Downing Street said, That's not true. Now, Boris Johnson could have Corona second time. He is self
1: isolating.
0: <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs>
2: man like breaking
0: news he might have it again
1: isn't it, is it now Lord? Is, is this the time
0: wow okay i would no. just like to say that, <laughs> is official, that is not the official that is <laughs> not the official opinion of tales from the plantation we <laughs> we uh, do not support uh, wishing ill on any politicians I'm, while I'm we do advocate god um having justice on different people <laughs> we do not
1: support <laughs> no, 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 death no, wishes no, no. on anybody that. I just wanna. I just wanna no, that's just, that's what just what for our future, like
0: future sponsors. Just so you know.
1: I'm fully joking. I don't wish to Boris. Johnson.
0: Boy, man like Boris Johnson. Wow. You know, you know
1: what I. You know what
2: I welcome it. I wonder if he was
0: shaking you hands.
1: Neither would I welcome it.
2: Now, this, no, this. This, now,
1: year, it,
2: this year has been a thrilling. A, what you know? This year is wilder than wild. <laughs> man came
0: so, again.
4: Can I? Just, we've just had a. We've just had a, a live. A live tweet. Someone listening in, so this isn't my personal opinion, like just to clarify, I'm reading from a tweet, but they said, um, at Tales from the Plantation, uh, what accent was Tunde doing there? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, if I could just, because they have done the full 140 characters, so I'll just read the rest. That's Um, 280 now. And And how successfully do the other podcast members think he? achieved said accent okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna chuck that over to you you guys to to answer um, no, I'm
0: done. how successful
3: it's an oh, it's,
4: it's what what was it and, and how successful was was he
0: <laughs>
1: um today, no, 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 today no, no, has no, left no, the no, room it's always better than mine
0: there you go <laughs> so um, the bar is
2: uh, you know, in this in this moment, I'd like to I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank my fans and supporters because they knew that my enemies were going to try and come against me, <laughs> <laughs> and they did not let it prosper. Glory <laughs> to God! Pull a the angel's are coming. I hear a sound of a battle.
3: I, I hear, hear
1: sound sound of
0: a victory
2: <laughs> 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 and
1: strike and strike and strike and strike.
0: And strike. <laughs> yo yo guys guys. <laughs> Okay, lot. This is the this is the last topic. I know we had some other ones, but I, I'm just we're gonna end up on a high here. I need you lot to give me black reception songs. So I had to I had to make a playlist of songs on the fly for black reception. I'm I'm gonna give you some flavors of what I did later. But what would you guys put in your black reception songs playlist?
2: Doesn't matter what you put before it. The last song has to be candy. Okay. So keep going. That's my number one. Uh, doomed. Uh, depending on if you are, you know, a UK, U, I feel like you need that garage section. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. need the garage and There's the
4: there has
3: got to be a good, yeah. Oh, I'd leave it out the fun. <laughs> <and the> hand- <laughs>
2: You're, leave, you're leaving Funky out. You're you're not going to have Pow at your reception. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that it's is a powerful. that
0: okay. So if you could not get any more middle class than that, were you trying to say that Pow is Funky? I swear, literally, I was literally
4: bossing up wait, so much I couldn't. Because, because
2: that's my bad.
4: No, that's my bad. Yikes! Yikes!
2: Mercy, and this is where we <laughs> need to get practice
4: at calling each other up when we do something wrong
3: because what he oh, did was very God. wrong. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. ooh, ooh, it's a I sticky one.
3: It. It's, 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 <laughs> it's ooh, a good I
4: thing this it. isn't going to go out to millions of people and be left on the internet for access, you know, for forever. For forever. Do you know what? Since you, since you mentioned,
0: since you mentioned power. I okay, this is, I don't know if you guys would know this, but would you have, Tunde, <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember the song? Wait, wait.
3: Let's go. Do
0: you know that song? No, no, this- I would say that
4: this is just not <laughs> what I expect to see on prime
0: no, time. Prime TV. time TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we, if we're going to Pat, I was like, I wonder if someone would play hands in the air at their reception. Although I think okay. I saw,
2: nah, so no, so I, th- I was thinking more like tribal skank and you know, make it funky for me. I make it funky
0: for me. Do you mind? You, and them ones fair, there,
1: I wouldn't have
0: yeah. that. Cure in the cars see i don't know man my I'm yeah not,
1: i'm not i'm not that partial to having um any form of garage at my reception to be honest yes. i think the, the closest i would get to that is probably a bit of miss dynamite i, and I just think the more,
3: and not even boo. Speak,
1: <laughs> the more each of
4: us speak the more middle class this podcast is getting and, and <laughs> i just don't know if i'd have garage
0: at, like, what the hell? okay that one she was clearly joking not, not that she wouldn't have go garage, go. But, I it, garage. About, so, yeah, but
1: I think I don't I'm not really uh, I don't know. I, I do you yeah, know what I, mean, I would have I'd be a bit of mystique. Well, which
3: is not really, of, kind of of yeah, to be <laughs> with you, but pop to, lie, to live my own life too. <laughs> Oh, know.
0: all I want is for you To be with me That thing you Ooh, yeah. that every really. day
1: Would be t- easy Can you actually play it? It actually
0: oh, might that be that really too. Yeah, it
1: uh, was a big cheat. That was Guys, crazy. I feel like we're going to get ripped for like bear, having their bear music
2: samples. No, we, we won't cool. No, Spotify allows it now. No, no. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh easy. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. right. <laughs> if you ain't shoulder butting
4: right now, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're look, let me... weird. If you didn't shoulder box right
3: that like, whole thing, you're weird. So let me
0: let me show you what I did. I think mine I don't know. I think I was it was very American. What I was de- like the sort of songs that I would think about are very like Americany. But so I started off with.
2: No. Oh. a reception. Are you all right? What? That's like the last, that's, that's like, you, you know, you're you having a wake, bruv. What is this? Wait,
0: what do you mean we're having a <laughs> wake? <laughs> when
2: everyone's eating, wait,
3: when everyone's know, eating
2: dinner, what are you, go, what? You lot are playing what's garage. You're talking, that's mad. What are you so you're talking, talking about? about? You're talking about not the songs that people are dancing to, but your background music. Yeah. I'm talking yeah, talk- yeah, about the whole, when I say reception, I'm talking
0: about the whole thing. So I'm talking about those songs too, but I'm saying this is what, obviously it was locked down so you can't, you're not even allowed to do all that but yeah well it wasn't locked down sorry I didn't break the law um it was <laughs> <laughs> right before lockdown <laughs> but you're not allowed to have dance you're not allowed to have dancing at your reception you know um during this the res- the current restrictions
1: coronavirus
0: that, like, coronavirus but yeah we I'm talking right these are the songs that I was playing during the like but even like the the dancing section right I said <laughs> what, like do you guys know about this What is that? I don't know if I'd
2: have this. Come on, this is yeah. literally that one. <laughs> yeah, see again, yeah, disco, could...
0: yeah, like that. I had, um, what else did I have? I had, yeah, 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 good
4: yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm in, I'm there. I'm ready. And then
0: I had the classic.
4: Ah! Woo! Yo. This is the one to
0: get get the, the,
3: the mums and dads on the floor. You see? I get them
0: in a little Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I and I also had Who's
1: this?
0: Maxwell Ascension And uh Ooh. obviously and then obviously for the you know the younger folks.
2: Big
3: yes. Yeah.
2: You see the the difference is right. So yes. When I'm thinking of when I'm thinking of reception playlist, like, there's no more I need to worry about looking after mummy and daddy. Boys.
3: <laughs> if, I, if
2: I've secured, if I've secured the wife, I said, all that." <laughs> Listen, you're about to understand. Then they said, "Straight dagger <laughs> this, this ain't your child no more. <laughs> my wife. It's my, my wife? Me and my wife, <laughs> and my wife are grown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Grand, yeah, man. Grandma,
2: avert your eyes.
0: Do you know? I but do you know? For me, I love all those like. I think that old school like American vibe I just I don't know I love I don't know those songs that they because obviously we have our own ones over here like um do 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 like stuff like that we've got those as well but they got like the earth wind and fires and the cool and the gangs and the the Man, I
1: like a bit of 90 but I definitely am going to have some Mary J Blige nineties. Um, I had I had
0: Mary J Blige. I had this.
1: Yeah.
2: This is my kind of doom, doom,
1: doom. Yeah, man. All of that.
0: But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't be having Grime though. Sorry, it's ain't a mosh pit.
3: <laughs> Are people
0: just fighting to pal? What rubbish?
3: No, you, you, <laughs> people
0: punching my you. dad. Come off it. No way. <laughs> we just go, what's all that? <laughs> what's all that? <laughs> oh crack your skull. What? At my reception to celebrate me and my and my wife. And you're telling me about you're gonna crack my skull. Arms house is gonna come to my house. You're telling me about uh if you got a 45, shoot it. No, no, it's okay. No,
1: I think for some people That's the culture Isn't it Nah Nah I know it
0: is I know it is But just for me Nah
2: Little middle class Out here Listen We we have our Classical interlude We have our slow jams (laughs) And then We shall end the evening With a nice Light touch of prayer Yo, that, that,
1: I mean, that, listen. That is literally going to be my wedding reception. So that might,
2: listen,
0: if from y'all from now, like it.
1: <laughs> if you, I'm from now, if you feel that you're, you're going to hear Garage at my wedding, you'll be so disappointed. There will be old school R&B, soul, um, a, ta- a, a dash of mystique, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, I think, that, yeah. And obviously this will get played, has to get played.
3: Oh, yes. Bye bye queen. She's a
0: queen. Hey, listen, I love black people music, man. Like, you know, black Why people music is great. It's just, I just can't describe It's just so great.
1: It's so love great. About black people music is the way we talk over, it. and it's and it's universal in all forms of the diaspora, is that black people like to talk on tracks. I don't know where it came from. It's but true. They love Gospel. R&B, reggae, everything. 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 Rap,
0: everything. You're right. <laughs> oh my gosh, we <laughs> talk over <laughs>
1: do, everything. Do, do, Afrobeats, do they do that in Afrobeats as well? Do they like to talk on a track? Oh my gosh, yes they do. Yep, yep, they do. They love to talk on a track. Do
3: white Everyone people talk, to... do
0: white people talk, they don't really, do they? No, they
1: really. can't find it. Oh God, <laughs> they did an, um what's that song? <laughs> and the eternal flame,
3: Tommy in there's, a little, kitten.
1: there's no, a little talking no, in the original. The, the original isn't there a little talking interlude in the middle? Yeah, there like, is. Like, yeah, it's cheesy though.
0: I miss the days when people used to really talk. Like, because I don't think the new like whisper singers did they? They did they talk in their tracks? No,
1: nah, nah. I don't think they do.
0: And that was, that's a key component of an R&B track. Is you you right. have to set it up by saying what you're going to talk about and how you're feeling. <laughs> like, how will I
2: know unless you say exactly? baby girl this last 3 minutes
3: yeah you know
1: know what I'm saying. uh do you I know do you know
4: who were the worst for that boys to men
3: yes oh my god i oh mean the best that
4: oh. yeah no i do mean the best they like they did it
0: <laughs> you know i'll never i'll never forget the time when i heard this at a wedding reception and i thought is that yeah. really what yeah Why this, would you- this what is it?
4: I would play this. But For this
3: is the wrong
0: song day. to play. How no, can you play this at a reception? What kind, of, what kind of premonition are you bringing onto your marriage? No,
4: because we've come to the, the end world of world the single world.
0: road, it. That's what the song <laughs> <says. laughs> <laughs>
4: I think <laughs> Let's Get Married
1: is by Daggering Edge is one of the worst. Oh? Yeah. Meet what? me at the altar like- in your world best We ain't getting no younger, girl. We might as well do this. I hate that. It's a terrible I lyric. Wow! I, mean,
3: I, I
0: actually this. put this in my playlist. I never really remembered that this
1: guy ever said that to me. Like, we ain't getting get no younger. Might as well. like, no. You can you can keep that.
0: Man said it's not because I really love. <laughs>
1: yeah, it been, look, it's been for a long time. We're getting older. Let's just do this thing.
3: That's no, what? I still
4: oh, brought, I bop heavy to that tune though. I ain't gonna listen. I can't look. I can't knock it With my feet are tapping along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, as much I like, hear you, I do hear you, but also my feet can't stop the butterfly yet.
0: <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what else I do? You know what else I do like? I've recently come into to enjoy. Does anyone like we? Really, I don't know if anyone listens to South African house, but it's quite happy. No, I've
1: never really. South I'm African really house
0: really is really. kind of cool, man.
1: It's like, yeah.
0: So in house is kind of, you know, you guys check it out. There's some playlists on Spotify, but it's quite
2: relaxing. Relaxing. But yeah, man. Um before we before we fall into group chat territory, Harry. I think uh, I was gonna say
0: this is yeah, this is the bit that should have stayed in the group chat. So while we're there, we're just gonna go. So uh yeah, I'm volume 35, Tulsa Plantation. We are on Instagram at Tulsa Plantation twitter at plantation tells facebook tells on the plantation you can i mean uh should i i'm just gonna say the, the email but y'all don't email us but tells from the plantation at gmail.com you can obviously continue the conversation at hashtag tells from the plantation on us, all social media platforms we are across spotify apple Podcasts, stitcher tune in wherever you can get good podcasts um that's us and we're out
5: Bye. Bye.